something really cool for us is that we still do write super old fashioned to the point where we have band practice. I still to this day, we have band practice in my basement, all four of us. And that's how we write the songs. Deuces! What's up? Welcome to the 50th episode. Yes, I said that correct. The 50th, 50th, if I can talk today, 50th episode of the Sloppy Syndicate. It is a pleasure to have you here. We are streaming live on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. And thank you for all the folks listening to the podcast in the future. It is much appreciated. Uh, I fell in love with this band, Fox Lake hardcore hip-hop based out of denver colorado and uh, i wanted them on for my 50th episode because i love this band that much um so without further ado let's bring in what is up how we doing good man how are you it's a pleasure to have you on the show i love the music um can't stop listening to it, and uh, wow, you guys got some good shit. Uh, so the intro there is Dog Eats Dog, which comes out 520, um, so just around the corner, and uh, that's going to be obviously on all major streaming platforms. Uh, the video will be out on YouTube, so make sure you check that out. Um, hell of a video. Uh, and folks, if you're listening to the podcast, you missed the short clip of a sneak peek. So there we are. Um, so tell us a little bit about the band. I know you guys got started in 2017 and you guys kind of walked that, uh, uh, what's the word, the two polars, you know, you walk the two lines between, uh, the genres and then, uh, 2020, um, you had some singles 2021 and then you just, 2020, you guys came out swinging. You said, hell with this, we're going hard. And you, you, you went hard. So tell us a little bit about that journey. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think pretty typical of, of, you know, a bands, uh, we were all in local bands here in the, in the Denver scene. And, um, when, uh, you know, this band breaks up and this local band breaks up and, you know, some people are, some people are done, some people are getting married, you know, kind of how it goes. And, and, uh, so we found each other through that. Uh, we were all in different bands. We kind of came together. And at that time, I think it was um, Bring Me the Horizons, uh, That's the Spirit album, and had like just come out. And uh, I don't know if it was a quote from them or somebody, but they had, they were, they said something along the lines of, we want to be the heaviest thing that non metal musician or non metal fans listen to. And uh, so we were like, that sounds good. Like we could actually maybe like do something on this. And we wanted to do something that wasn't just kind of like the same metalcore that we'd been doing for however long. And so we were like, well, what's our version of that? And um, I'm a big hip hop fan and we all like rap in the band, but me and the guitarist Brandon, uh, we really, really like hip hop and also grew up on Limp Bizkit. Uh, Lincoln Park, Papa Roach, Rage Against the Machine is a huge influence uh, for us even still. And so we were like, well, let's let's try to do um, let's try to do our version of that. Let's take like the hardcore we like kind of metalcore stuff and let's try to blend it with some hip hop. And I think kind of to your point, it took a, a long time. Those genres are just like 
in a lot of ways are so far apart that I think it took a while for us to kind of find like, how do we merge those without being, you know, cringe or being like giving the listener whiplash on things. And so I think we're still trying to find that balance of uh, what that is, but we definitely are more, you know, hardcore than we are. But those little, uh, those little hip hop elements, I think really are fun for us to write, you know, just like kind of changes things up. Yeah. And for sure, I dig it. You know, once you get some of them hip hop lyrics in there and uh, so definitely pleasure in my ear holes, my ear holes are moist. They've, I've done had an eargasm listening to Fox Lake. We want to, um, we want to please those ear holes. Right. So um, the best way I can describe the band and, and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, if you put rage against the machine, slipknot and beastie boys, they had a wild orgy <laughs> and here comes Fox Lake. That's perfect. That's oh, that man. is like, I guarantee you, if the other guys were on here right now, we'd be like, that is exactly what we want. That's your new uh, slogan. You That's know, these it. three bands had an orgy and we came. No, right? <laughs> <laughs> we were born. But uh, no, yeah, we, uh, we actually start our set with a Beastie Boys sound clip, um, and we thought about we've thought about covering Beastie Boys. Um, we covered a part of a Slipknot song, and we have also covered a Rage Against the Machine song. So you're right on. Awesome. So I know good taste when I hear it. So there we go. Well, yeah, um, yeah, of course. So your debut album, um, Silence and Violence, came out in 2020. That was a huge success. Over a million plays. Um, yeah, it just it blew up. Um, so tell us a little bit about the, the writing of that album, uh, and then the gratification that you got when it just exploded. Sure. Yeah. So that record was about, you know, when we got together in 2017, that was a lot of riffs on that record and songs kind of like, you know, the real skeleton of a lot of those songs were previous songs and things we even started way back in 2017 and between live shows, you know, local shows for three years and like, like recording things and being like, we hate it, you know, and, and all this, we, that record is kind of an accumulation of those, uh, those three years. And so um, that was, we were, you know, we are still super proud of that record. Uh, but I think coming off of that record, uh, we sent that record out and we got a, we got a small record deal um, for that one. And it kind of like, it came out and it came out during COVID um, so it even took us, I think, about a year to even start playing it live. Um, so even even though it came out in 2020, I think, you know, when we tour around or and play shows, it still feels really new. A lot of people, it's still their first time hearing it. Um, but the challenge was coming out of that. We're like, we had three years to write, you know, eight songs and now, now what? Now we got, you know, six months to like follow that up and grow. And um, yeah, that was just something that was really cool. Um, this kind of been a growing experience and it's been a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, the reception on it has been overwhelming. It's been amazing. Uh, what's up, Vix? Th uh, thanks for joining us, folks. If you have any questions, do not hesitate to throw them in the chat. Uh, we'll get uh, NJ Sweezy to answer some questions if you have any. And yeah, I mean, you've cultivated fans from across the nation. Uh, Twenty Just on Spotify alone, 25,000 plus listeners a month. Um, Codename, uh, Tunnel Vision, half a million plays. I mean, it, phenomenal success, phenomenal 
um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm, I'm kind of dumb. I'm white trash Donnie. So give me a second uh, to think of the word. Um, the fans are really embracing it. The fans are loving it. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we, and we like, we love that. Like I said, we were really overwhelmed by um, the, the reception on that. Um, and cause like I said, we were just, we really were like a true local band in before the pandemic and we'd kind of gained some traction in the local scene and it was cool kind of coming out of the pandemic and just like even though you know not playing any shows or whatever but just our first show back and like getting on some tours and stuff it was like it was really cool to see like just that people enjoyed the music you know it's not like we had been playing shows and people had seen us a bunch it was like just the record that people enjoyed that brought them out and that is uh yeah, that was just that was super uh, super gratifying. Yeah, I mean, some of the songs are so hard it makes you want to punch your mom in the face. So, <laughs> you know, please don't do that. I do not condone that. But it definitely slaps. That's for sure. And um, man, the dog eat dog is. You think uh, silence and violence is good? Wait till dog eat dog uh, single comes out. Watch the video that is going to really blow your ear holes. Um, yeah. You, that's, that's just, your ear holes are going to squirt on this one. So yeah, yeah. this is uh, a squirter for sure. But yeah, I'm, I'm super pumped for you guys. Now dog eat dog. Is that leading into an album uh, at some point, or is that just a single you're dropping? Uh, Cause I kind of know, or, or kind of notice a lot of the bands are doing uh, two, one, two, three singles. And then they drop the album just to kind of keep the fans engaged and, and kind of gain momentum. Yeah, um, so there, we have some things in plan. I don't want to like give away too much. Um, it's not part of an album, um, but it will be part of a set of two songs, kind of like a, our own little split. Um, so we have, um, and that's on the that's on like the cover to the actual album art. So this basically will be like one song, and then I believe like in July. Um, we will be putting out the the second part of so it's not like it's not like the it's not like a second part of the song it's just another song um and so i think instead of kind of that you know you see those like single 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 and then the release with the singles on it right. uh, instead of that i think we're thinking of like we're going to do two songs that are pretty close to each other like 6 weeks apart and they'll be their own little releases and then those may or may not, you know, end up on like a bigger record somewhere down the line. You know, and, and being such a diverse group, um, you know, kind of mashing uh, two genres into one. Um, where did you get uh, your musical influences from growing up as a kid? Or, you know, what, what kind of pushed you mm. uh, to pursue, you know, the mashup? Um, you know, there's a lot. I think that's what's something really cool for us is that we still do write super old fashioned to the point where we have band practice. I still to this day, we have band practice in my basement, all four of us. And that's how we write the songs. You know, like our guitarist will come to us with a riff or oral demo out with our, um, our uh, kind of producer. And he's another band called mugshot, which is such a cool band. Um, uh, but, you know, for the most part, when like writing songs, we're writing like all four of us together in a room. And so um, 
So yeah, it's um, those influences come from a lot of different places. I know me and the drummer, uh, my brother, we grew up really conservative, uh, kind of sheltered. And so we could only listen to Christian music, but we love POD. Like, you know, we could listen to POD and obviously, you know, you have your under oath and your whatever, but I remember a POD, like POD still slaps. The satellite sure. album is still just one of my favorite albums. So uh, I think a lot of times I kind of go back to that. Um, and then obviously, you know, Linkin Park, um, things like that. I think really influenced Rage Against the Machine is the big one, um, but that really influenced us. And we still pull up those, you know, we, when we're writing together, we pull up those songs and listen to it and be like, what did they do here? Or the big question we always ask is why does this groove, you know, like when you listen to a song, it's not just like, Oh, this is heavy. You know, we kind of feel like we could write heavy, just heavy, beat down music if we wanted but what we really want is like something to groove something that has like rhythm and so we always ask like why does this groove how can we like implement something like this um and honestly a lot of that comes from hip-hop too like notorious big um stuff like that yeah and i was super impressed uh just reading about the band and listening to the band um you guys have collabed with some huge names gideon kane hill uh i mean and that's that's huge you know yeah yeah the uh the gideon guys are super awesome our drummer uh like i said my brother is like gideon super fan and so he's actually cultivated a relationship with them just by going to every show they've ever played here um so when it came time to be like hey who do we want for this song we were like oh that'd be sick to get to get dan on and he hooked it up and just because I, you know, Griffith has kind of known them from going to their shows all the time. So that was super cool. And then, uh, yeah, Wit from Kane Hill was also really awesome. Um, I think somebody on the label we were at on the time at the time, like knew him or a manager had talked to him and, um, and he was super easy to work with and sent back like the dopest guest spot. Um, so we love guest spots. That's another thing too, about, uh, you know, like rap albums is that there's full of guest features. And so we've always said when we, you know, for our records, like we always want guest spots, like as many as we can, because that feels kind of like that heart, that hip hop community. Yeah. And I've always been a fan of um, uh, the mashups, you know, crossing genres, you know, a little bit of hip hop with the rock. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, you, you as a band have it. Like your your stage pre like you're ready to go. You just need to hit the stage and, and hit it running. Um, yeah, so the latest yeah. video, um, you know, there's a, a you know some may say it's a little risque with the guns and things like that. Um, doesn't bother me. But um, what's uh, does that symbolize anything? Like it, you know, what's what's the reasoning behind that? Yeah, no, that's um, that's a good question. I, we've uh, we've shown it to a few people too, and it, you know, there's like, like wow, that's you know. Uh, but it does it does like have a meaning um, the the doggy dog song um, it's kind of about a multitude of different things but um, the main thing that I wrote it about was just um, the way kind of people talk to each other in this day and age and the uh, just how you know not all the time but how sometimes you know discourse and conversations or debates on like 
you know, multifaceted, complicated arguments can get boiled down to like, fuck you or something. And it seems like more than ever, there's like two bases or, or two sides to every argument that are just fighting each other. And so it, we wanted a, a feel of like kind of this guerrilla warfare, brother on brother um, symbolism in the video to kind of amplify that. So it's not, it's, you know, it, it comes off like kind of hard and it's cool, but it really does, you know, it does kind of symbol, symbolize like the uh, social warfare, I guess you could call it, um, that the song is about. What's up, E? Thanks for joining us. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I know people that, you know, families that don't talk anymore over the dumbest stuff, you know, so it yeah. kind of fits in with the song. Um, you know, we all can have our own opinion. We all can respect each other and we can still be friends. I mean, simple yeah. as that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, we've experienced that with our own families too. And so, it, yeah, it does. It kind of, you know, it hits close to home and obviously there's like a fine line to everything. And we're not, I'm not, you know, we're not trying to make any like political statement by any means, but the, uh, just kind of the, you know, the, uh, the echo chamber on your phone and, and being entrenched in one camp and stuff is, uh, it can get divisive and at times. And I think, uh, yeah, I just think, you know, it was something that interested me that I've been seeing socially. And uh, that's kind of what I like to write about. And then take that and be like, instead of just maybe coming out and saying it, like what's kind of a, you know, a mean old uh, hip hop bravado, fuck you metal way of kind of spinning it. Yeah, definitely. It um, The point comes across, you know, especially if you listen to the lyrics and, and the video. Um, I love the video, so um, I almost yeah, went and got out, a, a ski mask. Tyler, <laughs> our Tyler, if you on our Instagram page, we tag him in all the stuff. But um, he is a god. He did that. Uh, we did that in like a day and a half, and he, yeah, he crushed it. Yeah, he did a phenomenal job on it. And uh, I was gonna go get a ski mask and wear it, but I was like, yeah, it's too hot in Florida. It's so I'm not gonna do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where but, you went to Florida? Uh, Orlando. So okay. just uh, just outside of Disney World, Ooh, I the love happiest place on earth. If you don't live here, so <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. People who uh, a lot of people from Florida are like, eh. but every time I go, I'm like, man, I would live here so quick. And it's crazy. I would like literally. It, it sounds stupid, uh, not stupid. Whatever you know, it's uh, something I would um, I would leave my career. I would you know just something so simple. Like Colorado, I love Colorado, the landscape. I ski. I grew up up north, so I ski. Okay, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I just like I could go there, like live in a little shack, like be a ski mum all day long. Yeah. You know, drive the snowcat at night for a job. You know, you're under the stars, listening to music, whatever. Wake up, go skiing. I mean, that would be like the the simplest, like most yeah. pleasurable life I could imagine. So. I mean, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm so you. Uh, if you ever want to switch, we can switch. You know, you come to Florida, I'll, I'll you know, take over uh, Denver. So I'll think about it. I'm not I'm not saying no for sure. But yeah, so Bobby, um, Bobby, if you're listening, I am sending this band to you for sure. Um, and Bobby is the host of the Space Zebra Show. Um, you guys got it. There's no question asked, but no ifs, ands or buts. Um, if Bobby sees it, I'm, you know, he's going to fall in love. So I'm going to send it over to him uh, yeah, as well. Out. So. All right, so let's see. 
my internet was going a little slow. I had to dial up real quick. So, um, but yeah, I just, it, it, man, I, I'm kind of at a loss for words because you guys are just so damn good. Um, <laughs> Thanks, man. So uh, what's what's in the future? Do you guys have any tours coming up, any shows? Uh, yeah. Where can we find the band at? Yeah, so we have a big tour. I mean, a big, we have a longer tour. Uh, I think it's about three weeks that we start in Yuma, Arizona, on june 4th and we play kind of like we go along south in the u.s you know texas and then we kind of come up east and we end in pitts pennsylvania okay and uh, um yeah like i said i think that's about three weeks any there. shows in florida no no shows in florida <laughs> we, we want to get to florida we go we do we do texas and then i think our next day is like little rock and then we do like Memphis and then like Virginia Beach and go up the East Coast from there. But no, no Florida. We want to get to Florida so bad. We have a, so many people that are like, come to Florida, come to Florida, come to Florida. And we just. Just be careful when you come to Florida. The saying is. Come on vacation, leave on probation. So just be careful. So, <laughs> I've never heard that. Yeah, that's that's so this funny. thing down here. So just be careful while you're here. Especially if you're in Old County, they don't play. So okay, that's um, good to know. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, what um, what has been one of your wildest experiences at a show or even a tour festival? I mean, I know you guys throw down pretty hard, so you guys have to have some crazy stories. Yeah. Um, oh man, let me think. Um, I mean, we have some story. Like we have like kids who have like lost teeth at our shows, and you know things like that. Um. One of the crazy, the one of the funniest uh, things that ever happened to us, it was on our first tour, it was like totally DIY. It was booked by a guy who like the day before the tour, like got arrested for like credit card fraud or something. So we didn't even have like a, like a tour manager. We didn't know like where we're going. So we show up to this place in, oh, I wish I could remember. Not Kansas city, not St. Louis. Uh, Man, I wish I could remember. Omaha, maybe? I don't know. But it was a bar called Badass Renee's. And the the sign outside was just the acronym for Badass Renee. So it just said bar. And uh, we load up and there's like two bands, I think. And we had like, you know, the vans and like we pull up and stuff. And we, we got in there and they legitimately were like, we're here for the show. And they said to us, they said, what show? And we're like, are you serious? We just have eight hours from Denver to like come here. And so they basically like kind of set up a stage and we played to like three old people at this dive bar. And um, but they did have a local band play, too. And the local band was a five piece, but only two of them showed up, but they still played. Huh, and, that's uh, talent. <laughs> and it was uh talent is one way to put it, but it was a it, it was such a it was so funny. It was such an experience. And it was our first show we'd ever done out of state, too. So we were like, oh, is this what it's gonna be like? Right. And like if this is what it is, I don't want it. Don't sign yeah, me well, up. Let's, like, let's pack up and go home. Uh no, it was really funny. It was hilarious. Um, but I don't know any like you know, you have your regular kind of hardcore stuff of people getting hit and whatever, but nothing. Um, I don't think anything like too crazy yet, but there's definitely some funny moments. Yeah, I've seen some crazy moments at shows. Um, so they used to do um, 
what's I don't know. It was we were in high school and it was all the local bands uh, would play at like Hard Rock Live. It was like five dollar tickets, you know, for high school kids and stuff like that. So it was um, I don't know. There's like five or six bands that would play like once a month. I can't remember for the life of me what the name of it was. And I've seen some crazy, like, you know, we're all young kids in high school and like, you know, people, you know, these, you know, obviously our parents aren't there. Our parents drop us off. We go to the show and, you know, you got people banging in the corner. I mean, I've seen so much stuff. It's like, you know, I guess that's the only place you can do it if you, you know, when you're that young. So, yeah. Dang. But yeah, it's, uh, I was sheltered, uh, you know, when I lived up, up North, you know, definitely two different worlds. I moved down here. I went buck wild. I was like, I was like in heaven. I was like, Oh, we don't do this back home, but all right. Yeah. Yeah. You're just free. Right. And I mean, I had a car, I could do anything. I mean, and I, uh, sorry, mom, I'm putting you on the spot, but uh, my mom was a little, a little too lenient with me. Uh, she would ground me for a day. And then the next day I was free to essentially do whatever I wanted. That's so not a bad grounding. That's why that's I turned out to be a shithead. So, <laughs> But uh, so who, if um, obviously it can't be the Beastie Boys, okay. can't be Rage Against the Machine or okay. Slipknot. Mm-hmm. So past or present, uh, who would you want to collab with and or share the stage with or even go on tour with? Okay, I got one for you. Uh, it's a band called Royal Blood. Have you ever heard of them? I have not. I'm going to write that down so I can check it out, though. They are... Um... They're one of my favorite bands out right now, for sure. But the, just the grooviest music I've ever heard. Um, it's So it's two guys. And they're from the UK. And uh, they're two guys. And one of them plays bass. And one of them plays drums. And then the bassist uses like this huge pedal board. But he basically just octaves his bass guitar. So he's playing the guitar and bass. And he sings. And then the drummer, you know, drums. Um, but man, that band just absolutely hits. Like they're so cold. Um, and yeah, I love that band. So to me, especially if we're going to collab with somebody, I would want to like write some riffs with them. But I mean, man, if they took us on tour, they're a huge band. Uh, but if they took us on tour, I would, I would lose my mind. Yeah, I mean, and that's a loaded question I like to ask because I mean, I can't, I mean, I couldn't pick anyone. I, there's probably 50 people I'd want to do something with, but oh, for sure. Yeah. It's just like I like to throw that little uh, spin in there to just see what people say because we all have 100 answers on that. So, no, yeah. I mean, obviously, like Bring Me the Horizon or something like that would be a dream come true, but I also feel like Pete, more people, like, like I said, Royal Blood is a huge band, but I think more in the UK. And I just feel like more people need to listen to them because they are unreal. I think all their albums are so good. They're going a little bit more like pop um, produced commercial now, but it still rips. It's still so good. See, and this, folks, this is what we call musical networking. So Royal Blood, learned a new band today. I'll go check them out. And then there you go. That's how it works. Um, So... Where can we find uh, Fox Lake at? Do you guys have merch? How can we support the band? Um, yeah. So uh, the number one thing, follow us on Spotify um, or Apple Music. 
And um, and then follow us on social media. It's Fox Lake CO for Colorado across all our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And then go to foxlakeband.com for um, links to our, you know, our videos, links to our YouTube channel. All our merch is on there. We have tight merch. So um, go buy some merch. And all our tour dates will be listed on there as well. And that's, yeah, the foxlakeband.com. All right. And do you have uh, CDs, cassettes, vinyls, anything like that? Hard we copies that we can purchase? Anything, we don't have anything like, uh, not like that. No, no hard material of the music. We've always wanted to do vinyls, but when we were looking to do vinyls for our second, for our Lady Luck EP, um, which real quick, I, the Lady Luck EP, I, I still feel like is some of our best music, even better than Silence and Violence, but it just didn't get the reception. So if anybody's listening, go give that one another try because I think it's tight. Um, but no, when we were trying to print vinyls, um, it was during COVID and the, the vinyl thing was like, you just couldn't get it. At yeah, all. now it's crazy expensive to get impressed. So yeah, yeah, and I think yeah, I think it's still that way. It's like super expensive, and um, and then when we were printing CDs or thought about it, it was like the only place people would buy it is online, you know. And we because we were playing shows, it was during COVID, and so we were like, why would we print CDs, you know, when people could just listen to it for free? Right. So um, that's not something we've done, but we've we've we definitely want to do a vinyl. Um, that would be I, I personally just want my own band's vinyl. So we might print them just for me. Who knows? See, I'm, I'm kind of biased when it comes to that, because I like to collect like the nostalgia items, the cassettes, the vinyls. Yeah. I like to have the hard copies because um, that's not something you get anymore. You know, with Spotify and all these different, yeah. you know, streaming apps, it's like uh, you just hit the button and go. No, I want to put it yeah. on the damn record player and yeah. you know, watch it spin. And yeah, holding know. that vinyl casing, too, is like. Is like a holy moment, you know, like taking it out, putting it on the record player. I feel that. I feel that. And, one. and I like, I go thrifting every week. You know, I'll hit somewhere, you know, I'll just go around town, Orlando, you know, surrounding areas, and I'll just go cassette shopping, NES shopping, vinyl shopping, anything that catches my eye. Like, I just, um, uh, when I went up to Virginia, I got a 1961 Grundig, uh, and I just had to have it. I was like, how many times do you see a radio that old? And I'm like, nope, it can go in the studio. I'll yeah. never play it, but but it's there, piece. right? You know what I mean? Like it's a, like no, I I totally get that. I totally get that. I um I am I have this record collection that I've been collecting for years, um, but I've never had a record player, so I've never actually played the records. And the reason is is because I know when I get like a record player, like a vinyl player, I need to have my ideal setup which is going to run me like thousands and thousands of thousands of dollars. Like I'm not going to get like, Oh, I want to play my record. So I'll just get like, you know, even like an audio technica and just run it through, you know, like its own, its internal preamp into some monitors. Like I want the full, I want a full like setup, you know, full setup. Yeah. So it's been like, it's been like this dream. Um, I'm still chasing it, man. I gotta, I gotta get some dough. Yeah, I remember uh, growing up, my grandma had, it was probably six foot long, like solid oak. You know, obviously it doubled as a, um, you know, like a countertop or not not a dresser. What am I thinking of? Like a little 
nook or whatever yeah yeah a little bit opened up to uh you know the record player and i had the speakers down on the bottom it was super cool um I, obviously i didn't appreciate it at the time back then i was like oh this is this is what you know th- it was normal back then now it's like man it'd be so cool to have it that would be so cool to have and it. i found one similar um, when i was out like antiquing and thrifting and it was like four thousand dollars i was like ooh. Yeah, I wonder if you got that, how much you would go for right now. Yeah, as cool as it would be, I'm not spending four grand on a, a, a record player. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of where I'm at. I'm just waiting to I'm just waiting to get that metalcore money so I can buy a record player, man. I need to do like some barn finds. You know, I, some of these people find some crazy stuff in the barn finds. I never have any luck. But uh, then again, we don't have a whole lot of barns around Orlando either. So. Yeah, that was about to say. Probably but uh, on those. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Um, yeah, we're man, ready I to wrap it. up. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for Absolutely. checking out the music. Like, for sure. I love it. I dig it. Um, you'll probably see like 6,000 plays. That's probably me because I just leave it on repeat um, and just jam out to it. Run it uh, up, so yeah. folks, this is uh, Fox Lake based out of uh, Denver, Colorado. They are hardcore uh, hip hop. Um, so metalcore, I guess you could describe it as. Uh, so again, if... Um, Beastie Boys, Rage Against the Machine, Slipknot had an, an orgy or had a baby. Uh, you will get Fox Lake. Uh, so definitely check them out. Show them some love. Follow them. Listen to them. May 20th, uh, Dog Eat Dog comes out with a uh, super cool video as well. Uh, so make sure you check that out. And uh, I hope we pleasured your ear holes a little bit here today. But if not, go listen to Fox Lake. They will totally give you an eargasm. Uh, so be forewarned. Um, and any final words from you, NJ Sweezy? Uh, no, nah, I mean, I really appreciate it. One, uh, one quick thing. We are running. So Doggy Dog comes out um, in three days from today on the 20th. So we are still running a pre-save campaign. So if you or anybody else uh, listening wants to pre-save the song, go to, our, go to our Instagram. We got the links there. And it's a raffle. So if you pre-save the song and follow us on Spotify and share the video, you get all these points. And then we're giving away a bunch of free merch uh, for whoever, you know, pre-saves it or whatever. So go enter the raffle that helps us by pre-saving it and you get free merch. Well, so, all right. So I'm going to have to go enter that. Yeah, it's easy too. It's super easy. Awesome. So again, pleasure to have you on the show. You're more Dude, than welcome on the so show much. anytime. Um, keep rocking it out. Fox Lake is going big places for sure. You hear, heard it here first on the Sloppy Syndicate um they are definitely gonna blow up for sure so until the next time folks i hope you enjoyed the 50th episode and remember keep it sloppy cool peace